So the CDC is a total laughing stock. Everybody right now is mocking the CDC. Democrats are mocking the CDC. Doctors, the media, even late night talk show hosts. I mean, that's it. The CDC right now have turned themselves into a pathetic joke of an organization. They're making up the rules. They have cut quarantine in half, even though nothing has changed. Has the science changed? No, the science hasn't changed, but they have cut the quarantine rules in half. I mean, what one late night show said, you're better off finding out what the groundhog says to do than listening to the CDC about COVID. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And he asked them, well, why? Why did you suddenly change the quarantine rules? They say, well, because, and they literally said this, Fauci, Rolensky, because Omicron is raging out of control. So Omicron is raging out of control. So now you're lifting the restrictions. Now you're reducing the quarantine. How, How does that make any sense? That's following the science. Science says that when Omicron is raging out of control, now you should suddenly let people go, go free from their trapped houses after five days instead of after 10 days. They're doing what's best politically. They're probably going to get people sick in the process, as I'm going to explain, because they're not being forthright. They're not being honest about what they're doing. And Republicans now are calling for the defunding of the CDC. So the Democrats and the CDC, what's really going on, we'll get into all the COVID later on. They finally caught on. Trump has been saying this all along. Republicans have been saying this all along, that you need to let people live their life. Democrats are finally doing it, but they're being phony. They're pretending that somehow it's science and like they have new data that nobody ever discovered before. Meanwhile, it's official. Cloth masks do not work. What a surprise. We told you about CNN. Well, now it's like the consensus. USA Today has quoted multiple health experts confirming what Rand Paul has said all along, that cloth masks do not work. Cloth masks are ineffective. What I want to know, well, first of all, where's the apology to Rand Paul? And now they're trying to couch it. It's like, why have you suddenly woken up now? Well, it's Omicron. Cloth cloth masks don't work against Omicron, which doesn't make any sense. Again, they cannot admit it. They're finally coming around, but they're not going to admit it and say we were wrong. Rand Paul was right, even though he was suspended for saying it. Cloth masks don't work. So what they say is cloth masks don't work against Omicron. Well, why don't cloth masks work? Because it doesn't prevent small particles from from going through the mask and transferring the virus to other people. Well, one second. Did, 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 Did the Delta variant not have small minuscule particles? Is it only Omicron that has these small particles? Every every variant has the small particles. So their logic is abs- it's absurd, but they like say it with a straight face. And here's what I always tell people. And I, I've never gotten into masks. I've never gotten into you know a lot of these COVID issues, but the Democrats have so exposed themselves as hypocrites that, and as phonies that it's time we need to call them out. They've politicized this, not Trump. They've politicized it. But here's what it is, is every, you need to look at somebody, inhale from a cigarette and then put on a mask, a cloth mask, and then exhale and blow. They blow the smoke across the room. So you look at that and you say, well, how on earth is this mask going to prevent microscopic uh, COVID particles from, from from transferring to other people when that smoke is flying through the mask across the room? It, it's like so simple. There's not one clinical study that, that, that demonstrates that cloth masks are effective in preventing the spread. I thought, well, it's about science. There's no science behind cloth masks. In fact, the science tells you the opposite. All right, let's get to other news. Just when you thought that New York City could not get any worse, New York, the crime rate in New York City, get ready, buckle up. 
because it will get a lot worse here, I'm sorry to say, because the new DA, the Manhattan DA, the woke Manhattan DA, what's his name, Alfred Briggs, he says he's going to ensure that most criminals will not go to jail in New York City, including violent criminals. The new uh, policies set by Alvin Briggs, Briggs, I will get, I have his name here written down somewhere, I don't care what his name is, the George Soros-funded DA, Uh, He says that he's not going, I think it's Alvin Bragg, he says he's not going to put most criminals in jail, including violent criminals, including armed robbers. I'm I'm not, there is no exaggeration there. This DA is anti-jail because he says he basically grew up in Harlem, grew up in some terrible neighborhood and has a different perspective on criminals. We're going to read you all the stunning, shocking things that he writes in the memo to prosecutors, talking about his upbringing and about how you have to see the background, you have to realize where the crime is coming from and all sorts of insanity, he's going to let armed robbers and drug dealers go free and not serve prison time. Almost every felony will be turned into a misdemeanor. All of the details coming up. Joe Biden has hit a new record low. Joe Biden's disapproval rating has hit an all-time high. His disapproval rating, that's the rating you want low. Biden's has reached an all-time high in a CNBC poll, 56% disapproval rating and the most important issue people who responded to this poll the cnbc poll the most important issue on their mind is the economy no surprise there where where biden has been and i know the unemployment rate is low biden has been a total disaster on the economy and by the way businesses are struggling big time because they can't get people to come back to work for whatever reason even though the uh you know it, it helped the fact that they stopped the whole enhanced unemployment but hasn't helped enough what's more incredible is that and now Biden's pathetic. I mean, pathetic. I'm insulting pathetic people when I call Biden only pathetic because he's so far worse than pathetic. He's a total disaster. It's catastrophic. This is the worst first year in any president's history, in any national leader's history ever, in any country. I mean, I don't have to go through, obviously, Afghanistan and inflation. And he's been a disaster on Iran. The media never tells you about that. And obviously the border and COVID. COVID was his big thing. And meanwhile, they're breaking all sorts of COVID records, the United States, because Biden can't manage COVID. Well, is that fair? You know, how do you expect Biden to manage COVID? No, I don't expect Biden. But Biden, he won the election because he kept telling people that Trump couldn't handle COVID. So they could blame Trump for COVID. Trump didn't even see it coming. Nobody did. Biden did see it coming. He knew it was coming. Biden got handed a gift of a vaccine from Trump. He doesn't give Trump any credit for that. So so Biden was the one who told us he could shut down COVID. He said it like 14 times as a candidate. And that's why he got elected. And now on COVID, get this, according to the CNBC poll, Biden has a 55% disapproval rating on COVID. 50, he has a 56% overall disapproval, 55% disapproval on COVID, which was his number one issue. That was the thing that Biden's going to come in. He's a man of science. By the way, he didn't institute a single policy on COVID. He just tried to get the whole country vaccinated. And then he yells at people who are afraid to vaccinate because they're worried about their health. And the CNBC says, quote, Biden is struggling in an area where he previously excelled COVID. Yeah, because He was lucky and it went down. He had a vaccine and maybe there was also natural immunity before this new variant. And now it's spreading out of control. By the way, the United States hit a record two two days ago, this past weekend. The United States one day case rate was the most ever 
in any country, the, the new cases for one day, one day of new cases, and Omicron is spreading under control. Why are you focusing on cases? I'm focusing on cases because every time Trump had, had a rise in cases, the media just kept drilling into him and, and talking about cases, cases, cases. And we said, don't focus on cases, talk about severity. And no, they couldn't. They, they refused. Where's the media now under Biden? There were one million new cases the other day in the U.S. There were one million new COVID cases. That has never happened before. There's not a country on the planet, including the United States, that has had one million new cases in one day. And yet Biden, the guy who was supposed to shut down the virus, has the worst numbers ever. And again, under Trump, that's all. They wouldn't let up the media. They plastered it everywhere. Cases, cases, cases are rising, cases are rising. And they cost Trump the election. And now under Biden, where's the media? They're barely, yeah, they're giving him a little bit of a tough time. They can't totally ignore it, but they're burying the story under Trump. It was the only thing that was ever discussed. So let's get into into the Democrats and the CDC and Biden, how, how big hypocrites they are, telling us it's all about the science. And now they're literally changing the rules and changing the science because it, it, the because it's making them look so bad they're, because of their political agenda. Because Biden and the Democrats and the CDC they look like such fools. So they're changing the rules and claiming it's based on science, and nothing has changed in science and data in a, in eight months. So they cut the quarantine rules in half. Why? Because it's spreading even more rapidly. Excuse me? That's what they said. It's spreading more rapidly. Now I, we all know what they mean. What they mean is they're pushing for herd immunity. It's very clear here. They finally caught on to herd immunity. Trump was talking about this. Many Republicans were talking about this, talking about protecting the people who are high risk. Let it spread, and that'll that, that'll bring about herd immunity. But 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 here's the thing: they're not they're not saying that. They're saying, well, five days is enough. That's when it's most transmissible. We need to get people back to work. They're clearly pushing for herd immunity. They realize Omicron is not is my, don't listen to me for medical advice ever. Talk to your doctor. But they realize Omicron. Uh, is not is more mild than other variants. But the problem is they tell you to quarantine for five days instead of 10 days. It's contagious for elderly people, for 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 for, for people with high risk underlying conditions. So if they were on, they're going to cause people to die, because if they were honest, they would say, listen, five days is really not enough. Like we've been saying for two years. But and if it is enough, by the way, they should have told us this a year and a half ago instead of forcing people to quarantine for, for five extra days. It's it's literally inexcusable. But the point is, somebody's going to be uh, uh, contagious after six or seven days. Instead of saying, "Listen, high risk people should watch out," they're just saying, "Oh, you know what? We just figured out we were wrong. Five days, not ten days. Well, look, what on earth?" And 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 if they really, if that really is true, then they should all be fired. They should all be fired because how do you for two years think? That it's supposed to be 10 days and now you wake up and it's like, oh, well, actually, we just realized that we got the data wrong. We're supposed to be men of science. It's only five days instead of 10 days. Either way you go here. Either way. They're saying, listen, it's only five days, not 10 days. I say they're being phony. I say they know that nothing changed, but they just they, they just desperately want this thing to spread to, to, to create herd immunity. That, that's what I think is the, is, the, is, is the agenda here. But if it's really true, taking a face value and they're like, listen, well, we looked at the, at the data and none of this research is new. Any data they're quoting, I think it's bogus data, is at least six to eight months old. Well, suddenly it could be five days, not 10 days. Well, where have you been for the last six months or a year, year and a half? You all deserve to be fired because you're, in, you're beyond incompetent. So the answer is, I mean, I'm telling you they're pushing for herd immunity, which a lot of Republicans promoted, but they're never going to admit it. Let me read you the, the AP's version here because the CDC, they're under so, they're getting so much backlash. They look like such a bunch of fools 
changing the quarantine rules, cutting them in half. It's absurd. These are scientists. And they wake up one day and just change the whole science and we're just supposed to take it. And and and, not, and, and they, all of them, the whole, the whole CDC should just be fired. But they said that changes are because there's evidence that people are most infectious in two days before and three days after symptoms develop. Well, hello. Well, why haven't you told us this months ago? Some experts have questioned the new recommendations and why they were changed amid a spike in cases driven largely by the highly contagious Omicron variant. In other words, the, the, this is the AP, the biased leftist AP, saying, well, experts are telling the CDC, what are you doing? Hello? You're, you're, you're changing the rules now. You're cutting quarantine in half. Well, what changed? Well, the thing is spreading around like crazy. Omicron is surging out of control. So now you're going to reduce the restrictions? It makes no sense. It's completely the opposite of everything the CDC has been telling us for two years, those bogus, fake, phony scientists. So here's the back to the AP. Some, some also express dismay that the guidelines allow people to leave isolation without getting tested. The CDC is telling people because they ran out of tests. Remember when they yelled about Trump running out of tests? Biden ran out of tests. And a few weeks ago, he promised there was going to be free tests. They're going to manufacture tests. You've got to Google it. And so far, no free test. The whole thing has not come to fruition. No surprise there. But, but now the CDC says you don't need to be tested. You don't need to test negative. Fauci says they may change that. But right now, you don't need to test negative. And people are like, you don't need to test negative? Like, hello, I, 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 how can you not need to test negative? The CDC has been telling, like, what changed? Again, what changed? I, I'm okay with not testing negative, with giving a time limit, but the CDC has always told us, don't leave quarantine until you test negative. I mean, if, if, if this is not necessary now, it should not have been necessary when they were keeping people literally restricted like crazy for the last two years. So the question is, why now? Why did it happen now? And what they're saying is that there are studies that show that the most transmission, it's most contagious early on in the infection. By the way, we've known that for two years. We have known for two years the CDC is suddenly changing the rules. What happened now? What happened now that they're saying, well, there are so many studies that say it's mainly contagious during the first few days. So that's why you can leave your house after five days. We've known that forever. By the way, those studies are not about Omicron. The AP themselves admitted, the AP says those studies were not done on Omicron. Those studies were done on Delta. So we don't even know for sure. But like people for the last eight or 10 months, the studies have shown or longer that it's most contagious in the first few days. We've even known that, I think, for a year and a half. And Republicans were saying, let people leave quarantine early. And the CDC said no. So what suddenly changed? The science certainly did not change. It's because the virus is out of control. It's because Biden looks beyond incompetent, which he is, and he's a total failure on COVID, which was like the only issue that he had besides January 6th and that nonsense. So it's all political. Plus, they want to push herd immunity. So now we know. Now we know that they're, they're total frauds. They've been exposed. They're not scientists. They don't care about the science. It's all about making the Democrats look good. And now, I, like I said, I believe that they're trying to put, push herd immunity, but it's all about pretending they're the ones who follow the science, and Republicans do not. And now we know that that has been a sham, and we knew it. But now it's absolute proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that that has been a sham for from day one. Okay, cloth masks. USA Today says that cloth masks do not work. They quote multiple, and I have a lot to say on this, they quote multiple, but it'll be quick, multiple doctors, multiple health experts saying do not wear a cloth mask, cloth masks do not work. But they're saying because of Omicron, because again, they can't go and admit that, oh, wait a second, Rand Paul was right, the Republicans were right when they said cloth masks don't work. So 
They're saying, well, it's Omicron. Well, one second. The reason it doesn't work is because little particles can get through the mask. I mean, literally, like I said before, look at somebody exhaling cigarette smoke. It just travels and travels and travels because cloth masks don't work. So here's the question, because particles are tiny. Here's the question. How many people have died because of cloth masks? And I mean this literally. I, I used to think this, but it's like if you say it publicly, you're worried People are going to think you're anti-mask and people are going to think all sorts of things. You're putting yourself in a camp. I did say this once or twice, but uh, this always frightened me, is that they do a mask mandate and then they tell you wear a cloth mask and you're and you're good, right? This is what they've been saying for a very long time, for like almost two years, you know, since the lockdown ended back in like last April, May, right, of 2020, uh, of uh, 2021, I should say. By the way, the other day, Joe Biden said it's going to be a good 2020, <laughs> <laughs> seems to have gotten confused about what date, what what, what year it is. But um, anyway, it, 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 they, they've been saying cloth mask, cloth mask. And I always said I looked at elderly people. I looked at high-risk people going into stores, going places with their cloth mask on. And I said to myself, do they really think that cloth mask is doing a thing? Maybe they should stay home and get the food delivered, get the groceries delivered. Not everybody, but high-risk people who are going out into the world, going out into places. And I said, I bet you that masks are actually causing problems because if you didn't have a, if you didn't if you told people listen wear a KN95 mask or you said listen don't wear a mask at all do you do whatever you want just stay just stay safe right then you wouldn't give the false impression wait a second masks actually help because there's no clinical study there is no clinical study see a mask is not a vaccine it's not a Pfizer vaccine it's not a new drug nobody is funding millions of dollars for a clinical study there is no clinical study that shows that cloth masks are effective so they have these high-risk people wearing a cloth mask thinking oh well, i'm safe because the government told me to wear a cloth mask cdc the scientist fauci told me to wear a cloth mask i think they're murdering people by telling them that wear a cloth to wear a cloth mask because cloth masks don't work and now we know for sure i i, I always believed it but now we know for sure and um Here's a quote here from USA Today. As common as cloth mas face masks have become, health experts say they do little to prevent tiny virus particles from getting into your nose and mouth and are not effective against the new variant. The new variant? What about the old variant? Like, they, there is no study either way. So it's like, well, the particles still get through the mask. Oh, but the old variant, the particles don't. Like, did the old variant have larger particles than the new variant does? I mean, it, it, it's absurd. But they can't, again, they can't admit that Rand Paul was right, but that's what they're saying. They're saying the particles get through the mask, which is something that I have known for like two years. Uh, a caller pointed out, and we'll get to the other news of the day here, a caller pointed out that uh, the vaccine for children makes no sense. Mandating a vaccine for children, and again, speak to your doctor, speak to your doctor, but, but a caller pointed out, right? Children, by and large, are not affected by COVID. I mean, it's a tiny, tiny fraction, a microscopic fraction of a percent, 0.00-something percent of children die of COVID. It's extremely rare. And usually when they have underlying conditions, very few get hospitalized. It's a tiny, tiny percentage. The, the flu is more dangerous for kids than COVID. Co but they still want to vaccinate. So why do they want to vaccinate? Probably because of the spread. Those people who are pushing to, to, va to force vaccinations on children, probably they're worried about children spreading. But a caller pointed out, it's spreading. Com Omicron is sp spreading through vaccinated people also. The vaccine is not, this is very important, the vaccine is not effective against Omicron the spread, okay? People who are vaccinated are probably, even though I want to see data on this, hard data, but people who are vaccinated probably don't get Omicron as severe. It's probably much milder, but Omicron does not prevent the spread. Tons of vaccinated people now. Look, look how many millions of people have Omicron. So, so the vaccine does not really prevent Omicron 
be a person from contracting Omicron. So the caller makes a great point. Kids, you're worried about them spreading the virus. You're going to vaccinate them, which could potentially be risky. We don't know. It hasn't been around long enough. And again, speak to your doctor. Speak to your doctor. But I'm, that's my observation. So you're going to vaccinate kids so that they stop the spread. But but they're going to get Omicron anyway because vaccine doesn't prevent Omicron. So it makes no logical sense. Great point by the caller. Joe Biden is cracking down on greedy meat companies. And we told you about this. Ben Shapiro says... What, what, what we've said and what many have said, he said, amazing how greedy meat companies, Biden is cracking down, right? Because the meat is so expensive now. Well, why is that? Well, it must be the greedy companies that are driving up the price of meat. So Ben Shapiro astutely said, quote, amazing how all these companies simultaneously discovered greed at the same time that Joe Biden's policies created massive inflation. Great point by Ben Shapiro. There was this massive snowfall in Virginia. Did you see this? There was a massive traffic jam in Virginia, the I-95, which is what you take. That's the that runs down the entire East Coast, um, all the way down to like Key West, Florida. And uh, the I-95 had a massive traffic jam. Hundreds of cars were stranded in the snowstorm on the I-95 in Virginia. But what's hilarious, and that's not funny. This is not a laughing matter. It's very serious. It's amazing that nobody appears nobody was hurt because sitting in your car 27 hours, the, the temperature was in the teens. They keep the heat on, but the car could run out of gas. It's a da- dangerous situation. 27 hours on a highway. It's unthinkable. Hundreds of cars because the, the, there was either some accident or the conditions were bad. They shut down the road. A senator, a senator, Tim Kaine, uh, Hillary's former running mate, he was stuck on the I-95. He's all upset. I don't I don't blame him. Not a big fan of his, but I don't blame him for being upset. Anyway, hundreds of cars stranded 27 hours in Virginia. But here's the funny part of this is liberals blamed Glenn Youngkin. Yet there's a whole group of liberals and Democrats on social media who are blaming Governor Glenn Youngkin, Governor-elect, Governor-elect Glenn, Glenn Youngkin, the, the, the incoming Republican governor of Virginia, saying, well, it's his fault. He, he, he messed up. He's incompetent. He shut down this highway for 27 hours. People were stranded. It could have been dangerous. The problem is Youngkin is not the governor yet. They, these people are so clueless, and it turns out it's a Democrat. It's a Democrat. Ralph Northam is still the governor of Virginia. In Virginia, you don't, you're don't you not sworn in until January 15th. Youngkin, the new incoming Republican, who oh, I think never would have allowed this to happen. He would have taken care of this problem easily, even though I, I believe the I-95, it's technically federal property because— it's an interstate, but 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 probably the governor you know has a lot of influence, I would think. But either way, they they're, they look like such fools, these liberals, because they're sitting there blaming. Oh, it's the Republican governor. No, it's not Ralph Northam, the baby killer, the racist. He's still governor until January fifteenth. All right, Alvin Bragg. The what did I call him before? Well, either way, his name is Alvin Bragg, the woke DA of Manhattan in in New York City. He is ending incarceration for most criminals, even violent criminals. He put out a memo telling prosecutors that they are extremely limited in who they are even allowed to request a prison sentence for other than murderers. Basically, there's a presumption of non-incarceration. By the way, there's a presumption of pretrial non-incarceration. So if somebody's pretrial, don't keep them in jail. Don't don't give them bail. Don't keep them in jail. Other than people charged, and, and now other than people charged with homicide or the death of a victim or a few other extreme crimes, uh, there's basically a presumption of either non-incarceration or minimal incarceration. Basically, they're going to let almost all criminals walk the streets and go free and not be imprisoned, including violent criminals. So according to these new rules that he put out, listen to some of these rules. Uh, Alvin Bragg, the new DA, quote, 
armed robbers who use guns to hold up stores will only get a misdemeanor, only be charged with a misdemeanor, provided there's no genuine risk of physical harm. If an, an armed robber, they're going to charge an armed robber with a misdemeanor, which is less than a year in prison. Armed robbery with a misdemeanor, even if they used a gun to hold up a store, provided there's no genuine risk of physical harm, how can there be no general risk of physical harm? They were robbing a store at gunpoint. Uh, armed robbery would usually be, 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 be get a maximum of 25 years in prison. But now it's going to be a misdemeanor, only 364 days in jail max, a $1,000 fine. Convicted criminals caught with weapons other than guns, uh, their charge will be downgraded to a misdemeanor. Drug dealers, believed to be acting as a low-level agent of a seller, is only going to be charged with misdemeanor possession. Again, just a slap on the wrist. Suspected dealers, suspected drug dealers, will only be prosecuted with a felony if they're also accused of more serious crimes or caught in the act of selling drugs. So they're literally drug dealers. They're going to charge drug dealers with a misdemeanor. Drug dealers, drug dealers should be shot on sight. Uh, a, a, a drug dealing should be punishable by seven years in jail. Now it's going to be a misdemeanor unless they catch them in the act of selling drugs. Are you kidding me? Let me quote you here from this memo that Alvin Bragg sent to all his assistant DAs, all of his prosecutors. Quote, Growing up in Harlem in the 80s, I saw every side of the criminal justice system from a young age. Before I was 21, I had a gun pointed at me six times, three by police officers who were not, and three by people who were not police officers. So he's blaming the cops. I had a knife to my neck, a semi-automatic gun to my head, and a homicide victim on my doorstep in my adult life. I have posted bail for family, answered the knock of the warrant squad on my door, Watch the challenges of a loved one living with me after returning from incarceration. So that's the memo. I'll read you some more of it. Like, here's the problem. Let me just say this to Alvin Bragg. Nobody cares. The, the, whatever your personal uh, background is, all that's doing is clouding your judgment. That should not get be involved in any way in criminal justice or in your job as a prosecutor. That stuff is just messing with your head and clouding your judgment. Your personal history has no bearing on this whatsoever. Back to the memo, assistant DA should use their judgment to evaluate the person arrested and identify people who suffer from mental illness, people who commit crimes of poverty or who suffer from substance abuse. So he's saying, he's saying you have, you have to look at the background. This isn't, this isn't madness. This is total madness. This, this George Soros-funded DA, he's telling prosecutors, he's saying you have to look at, evaluate what cause, what's the underlying root of the crime. Maybe they're homeless. That's what he says, unhoused. Maybe mental illness. Maybe crimes of poverty. Maybe substance abuse disorders. Hello? I don't care. I don't care what the, if they're criminals and they're dangerous. Get them in jail. It doesn't matter that, that you know, everyone has some kind of reason. Of course, they're mentally ill if they're committing these crimes or, uh, like you said, crime of poverty. They don't have money, so they're stealing or selling drugs. That's not an excuse. You still have to throw them in jail. And then he says that charges should be consistent with the goal of providing services to these individuals. And he, they have to keep in mind the impacts of incarceration. He's saying you have to think about the, the how this is going to impact the criminal thug's life. No, you don't. He says... Is it going to prevent him from getting a job? This is what he says in the memo. He says, what about the financial cost of putting them in prison? What about the racial disparities over who gets put in prison? So in other words, you have to worry about racism. You have to worry about the fact that there are more minorities in prison than white people. I mean, are you kidding me? That's nuts. He, and, and you have to worry about the fact that they're not going to be able to get a job. Well, maybe don't commit the crime. So he's bringing, they're bringing in all these. That's what it is. The rationale here is 
the police are the bad guys, the criminals are the victims, so therefore the whole city and the whole country, they need to suffer because we have to have pity, we have to have compassion on these, on, on these violent criminals, these violent, these armed robbers and drug dealers. And like I said, George Soros um, uh, donated a million dollars to the PAC that actually funded um, this guy's Bragg's uh, woke uh, campaign for DA. And we know George Soros has placed DAs in Philly, in St. Louis, in Baltimore, all these liberal cities around the country with these radical DAs. And finally, Governor Andrew Cuomo will not be prosecuted for killing thousands of nursing home residents. Governor Cuomo, yeah, even though the Democrats don't like Governor Cuomo, but he's still a Democrat. Oh, wait, let's prosecute Cuomo. Oh, wait, no, we can't charge Cuomo with any crimes because he's not named Trump. Oh, and because he's a Democrat and Democrats never get prosecuted. So the Manhattan DA closed the case. I don't know if this is Alvin Bragg or not, if this was a state case, but the Manhattan DA has closed the case against Cuomo over the nursing home saying that Cuomo did not break any laws. Now, here are the facts. The facts are Cuomo forced nursing homes to bring in COVID patients, COVID positive residents way early on um, during the COVID pandemic. He literally sent COVID into nursing homes and there were thousands and thousands of nursing home deaths back in those early months of, of, of the COVID pandemic. And he lied about it. He lied about the numbers. This is a fact. Cuomo and his um, advisors, they covered up the numbers. They covered up how many nursing home residents died. They had all sorts of tricks and shenanigans and lies that they told. One of the main things was that if somebody got COVID in a nursing home and died in a hospital, they did not consider it a nursing home death, which is absurd because they got it in the nursing home. So it, it, it was contracted due to a nursing home and due to, due to Cuomo. But they had other, other ways also. They manipulated the numbers. They lied about the numbers. They covered up. There were thousands, thousands more deaths. I'm talking when the AP and when Letitia James, when they investigated, they found, what, like seven, eight, nine thousand 9,000 additional deaths, nursing home deaths that were caused by Cuomo that Cuomo lied about. But somehow he did not commit any crime because he's a Democrat. All right, that's going to do it for today, and we will see you next time.